Here we go with the John Curley Sherry Ellicker Show. It's news and entertainment and a nice little package for you that we have uh, put together. We might call it what, Andrew? News Tame. No, nah, News Tame. Ready, Sherry? I'm ready. One, two, three, four, five stories. Can we get through all of them? We can try. Let's take bets. Yes or no, Joe? Absolutely. But Andrew? You, you, owe, you owe the... Uh, I know. Joe Mama. Andrew, yes or no? I don't think so. Okay, good. That's nice. <laughs> All right, let's hear do. I owe some people some uh, explanation because we had uh, finished the uh, top, almost the top of the hour with the fact that, um, well, the why are people in uh, last, or we bet who How about in English? Will you be willing to trade? All the days, from this day to that. Can you imagine, Aaron, walking through the aisles of Home Depot? To come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. What's Bill Gibson doing there with blue all over his face and a horse and on an aisle number nine at Home Depot? Sherry. This is what it says. Huh? Reclaim your freedom from the tyrannical English king with this authentic William Wallace sword. The stainless steel blade comes with an authentic leather sheath and can attach to your belt. Hmm. It's a 40-inch sword. I called Rye, our resident expert on where everything is in Home Depot, and I asked him about that. And he goes, that's cool. They sell a lot of stuff online, including bowling balls. Excellent. That's good news to me. Yes, it is. There you go. <laughs> I the still comments. I'm sorry. The comments are really funny. Like, I have a large fire breathing dragon in my yard that I need to slay. Will this work or should I hire an exterminator? <laughs> uh, how much does the sword cost? It doesn't say. I looked all through here to find it and it doesn't say. Hmm. All right. We'll dig into that one for you. It is a fun game that I play with Rye all the time. It's the stupidest game. Like, people will come over for dinner and Rye will be there getting a free meal because he doesn't want to eat with his roommates back in central Washington. And I'm like, ask Rye, uh, ask Rye where something is in Home Depot. And there's like, huh? Yeah, go ahead, ask him. He knows where everything is. And like, uh, where, where's, where's um, lumber? And he's like, Pfft. he answers that one. Give me something more difficult. I'm like, switch plates for, uh, like, uh, switch plates, electric switch plates, like, to, uh, like on a wall. It's like uh, aisle 21, right side, halfway down. And it's, and I don't know why I get so much joy out of him knowing where everything is at Home Depot. He's fun to shop with because he knows exactly where to go. And then people, then once they kind of figure out the game, then we sit there for like 20 minutes throwing various hardware questions at him. And he, he seems He's, really bored by it. But to me, I, I'm like, that makes me a very proud papa. But you do realize that he's the only one that knows if he's telling the truth or not. He he has told me where somebody does stump him. He's like, I think that's in gardening, where he's not quite sure. But um, we could do that as a regular segment on the show where Rye, you call up and ask Rye something. If you're at Home Depot and you can't find something, I'll give you Rye's number. How about that? What's the bus? I'm tell sure he'd what's love that. Forty nine ninety eight for the William Wallace. Thank you. Goodbye, administration, administration and uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who is now a, well, I'm a fan of his. I've been a fan of his because when I put out something one time like six or seven years ago, when I did that thing where the guy was trying to break into the Toyota with the mop. 
Greg Abbott tweeted out, whatever you're doing, stop right now and watch this. It's hilarious. I was like, well, good for you. I'll vote for you. So the the governor of Texas has decided uh, he's going to, well, he's trying to sue. He is suing the Biden administration, saying, listen, we're trying to stop people from coming into our states. We put up some razor wire uh, and it's effective. And you uh, are now forcing us to cut it down and take it away so that people can continue to sneak into our country. And this was, I think, a Fifth, Fifth Circuit court said, um, yeah, you can keep the razor wire there. And then it went to the Supreme Court. And it was interesting because it was Roberts and who else? Um, I think it was three conservatives went with the other three liberals on the court and said, um, yeah, you can't do that. Uh, take down the razor wire. That's right. So now this goes back to Abbott and Abbott is saying, no, we um, we're going to keep this razor wire up. We're going to go back to it because we need to stop people from sneaking into our state. Texas is doing is just very simple. And, and, and that is because the Biden administration has really, truly abdicated its responsibility to secure the border and enforce the laws. Texas very simply is securing the border. And so we put up the razor wire that you were talking about, Bill, and uh, we put up all these barricades that actually have denied illegal entry. Uh, and as you pointed out also in that screen, that there are criminals coming across our border. Texas has a right as a state to stop criminals from coming into our state to make arrests of those criminals. Uh, and we have National Guard as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests and to deny illegal entry. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States and stop this illegal entry. Yeah, the basic knock against Biden is stop going to the Supreme Court to have them do your job. Your job is, as it says, you are going to uh, protect and uphold the Constitution of the United States. So that means our borders. That's a big part of what you've got is the president of the United States. So protect the borders. They put up the razor wire. It does work. When uh, Ducey asked um, White House press secretary, "Is does it work? She avoided the question and gave some different answer, but it still stops people from sneaking in. So they make them cut it down. They're going to go back and put it back in place again because it is one of the barriers that will stop people from just sneaking across the border and coming in. Uh, when they cut it down, guess what happened? A bunch of people came through where the hole was and then came into the United States to be processed and then to be released into the interior of the United States or shipped up to Chicago or New York or some other place where Abbott sends them off. So this is a big problem. And if I were putting together a campaign ad against uh, the Biden administration, I would uh, certainly show the white razor wire being put up, the razor wire being cut off, uh, cut away, and then more illegal immigrants coming into the United States. So that would work well. And 14 states have come out in support of um, of the Texas uh, governor. And they say that they will, you know, uh, along with Mike Johnson, who's the House Speaker, they are, they are saying they're doing the right thing. The Biden administration says that they're going to cause harm, that people are going to get hurt on the razor wire. The Border Patrol people will get hurt on it, that they need to stop it. And the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, upheld that. So they're going to go in. But they said today they're actually putting up more razor wire. Yeah, right. Because why should Texas 
have to absorb and then pay for the cost of having people flooding our border. Eight million illegal immigrants have come into the United States since the Biden administration took over. I have heard so many sort of various theories, some of them sort of tin hatty. And one of them in particular is the idea that, um, and again, okay, do I have to go tin hat on this one? All right, hang on a second. Because a man you ready? Yep. There are those that say Biden and the rest of the crew want this influx of immigrants to come to the United States because what they want is 8 million or more to come in for a number of reasons. And the big one is let them all in and then give them the right to vote. Uh, and then you will guarantee with 8 million or 10 million, that's about the size of Connecticut, that you will now be able to entrench Democrats into the position of power in the White House for years and years and years to come. Because when you just let 10 million people, eventually 10 million, right now it's 8 million, when you give them all the right to vote and they land in certain states, it does help with um, more congressmen in those states as they determine through population. So we're not getting the next census for another, what, 10 years or something like that. But just fill the the United States with possible Democrat voters. And that's generally the idea of what they think would be happening. Uh, question right down from. I, so this is this comes up in the news frequently, but there is no state allows illegal immigrants to vote. Right. And there's no I, who's even proposing that. You haven't seen this? Well, I've seen I've seen you talk about it. I've seen people. Oh, don't talk, don't know that me. Well, I've seen. I've, I'm just, I'm just about I'm just a I've messenger. seen people scared that they're going to get the right to vote, but I have never seen any evidence that anyone's even Google it. it. Google it. it. Look under. Come on. Look, look Google. Uh, illegal immigrants right to vote. I have been. I've also seen it being refuted that no state gives any illegal immigrant the right to <gasps> vote. <gasps> California is now providing medical care, right? Yeah, but that's not the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And, and Google head, you're a Google head. Yeah. And I heard today. Yeah, Sherry. They're they're allowing for gender. Um, it, what's it called? You know, gender. Careful. Reveal parties. No. Gender reveal parties for illegal <laughs> no, no, immigrants no, 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 coming no. in. If you want to get a sex change, I know that's an old-fashioned way to say it. If you want to get a a. a you know, gender, gender reassignment, reassignment surgery. surgery that, uh, yeah, and you're an immigrant and you come in, you want to do that, it's paid for. Okay. What? There's so many tin hats, I can't keep track. Yeah. <laughs> but none of that's giving anybody the right to vote. Just type it in. I, I, type it in again. <laughs> type it in. I'm just telling you. kind of feels like a cool but it's going to be great. Here's more ting hat for you, Sherry. Okay. October 7th, truthers. Truthers uh, are a thing now. This is according to MSN. Uh, they say that this group says Hamas massacre was also, was it just a false flag? Uh, and that all the stories have been simply made up. Or the women that were raped and the people that were set on fire um, and the people who were decapitated, the babies, the moms, the fathers and all the rest were actually that all that were uh, was done uh, by Israeli soldiers uh, as a false flag for a reason to be able to go into Gaza and to attack the poor, innocent people there in the Gaza Strip. Yeah, they got this from someplace called Uncensored Truths. 
Now, it only has 2,900 subscribers, but talk about a tinfoil hat. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. They say you're right, that Israel's behind all of this. They needed this to be able to justify going in and obliterating Gaza for the for the last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the same. Have you seen these people that are also there saying the whole Holocaust is all made up, that all those pictures are doctored in some way or Auschwitz, um, that it was just it's made up for people to go see and look at as a tourist attraction that none of those things actually happened? Yeah. How do you explain the people that actually went through the Holocaust and have scars and terrible things that happened to them? How do you explain that? Right. They just did that as volunteers because they wanted to keep the hoax up. Yeah, listen, you can get any one of these kooky people to give you all sorts of crazy stuff that they think, well, the tattoos or these people are part of it or they're plants or something like that. You know, the the 9-11 truthers and the truthers when it comes to they'll have a hard time getting traction on this one. Although there are a number of people that are saying alleged, right, alleged uh, raping of the women, alleged this and alleged that. And there was a city council meeting, I think it was in Oakland, where this guy, this Jewish guy, gets up to talk about it. And people are behind him yelling, liar, liar, that's propaganda, that's not happening, this never really happened. You know, it's the same group of people that also say, oh, we never landed on the moon. We always have these people, or the flat earth people, that the earth is actually flat. And then you get into these discussions with them and you realize, oh, my God. And then normally what they'll do to you is they'll go, you know what? You need to get educated. Google it. Google it. Google that's, it. That's what they say. No, I'm telling you, what, did you Google it? I did. Nobody could do it. No illegal. Illegal immigrants go both. No one's calling for it? Nobody's really calling for it. What do you mean really calling for it? Most of these articles are about about like the GOP saying the threat of illegal immigrants. Right, right, right. But nowhere does it say, oh, we should we should allow illegal immigrants. No one's saying right. I'm just saying the idea that you would event here. If you (laughs) here's the argument. Um, the dreamers, right, that we were going to allow people that came in, the kids that came in by, you know, no effort of their own. Their parents brought them in. So let's allow them to become U.S. citizens. Right. right? Okay, fine. So you've got those kids that are in there. It's part of the dreamers program. But then also they're saying, listen, once you're here, you're in the United States, maybe after a couple of years, you let them then become, quote unquote, citizens. They're in the country for a set amount of time. This is what people believe is an action to be able to create more Democratic voters. Right. And I and I, I see why that would be scary to people. I just don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. The other group that say, well, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a whole bunch of workers that will come in and drive down uh, wages by having a bunch of people that are going to be working and being paid less than somebody else to these are major corporations that want the border open for cheap labor. That's right. the other part of it. Sure. OK. OK. All right. I don't want to have to Google it on you. Now, this is not Tin Hat. This actually did happen. And I actually feel sorry for Biden. You know, Joe's got a good friend of his that does a whole bunch of great imitations. And he can't do Biden. Nobody can do Biden. There's something about Biden's voice that just can't really. He can't. There's no. As they say in, in the imitation business, there's no hook. You can't grab onto anything to, to kind of. You know, hold on to it and then make yourself sound like Biden. So this is an AI call that went out to New Hampshire voters. It's a robo call and it sounds uh, kind of like Biden. A bunch of malarkey. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. We'll need your help in electing Democrats up and down the ticket. Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. If you would like to be removed from future calls, please press 2 now. 
So the call goes out to New Hampshire voters basically telling them not to vote. Don't vote. They're saying don't bother. He's, what, the, what his message was was don't bother, you know, today. Just save your vote for November. It's okay. Right. Yeah. That's not exactly like him, by the way. If, if they decide, you know, for these deep fake stuff, this is really serious because you want to talk about misinformation and AI and deep fakes because we're going to be able to really make these things. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You could be able to doctor video in such a way. Is that real? Is that not real? What's really going on? The penalty for this thing needs to be so harsh that no one, no one would ever attempt it. I mean, just if they get you and they catch you, it's like automatic, you know, 50 years in the slammer or the Siberia or something. I mean, just, you know, you get off that plane. I think it's in, in, in um, not Taiwan, Taipei, where it says, you know, uh, drug smugglers will be executed. They have to make it so awful that if they catch you doing it, you just wouldn't want to risk it. It's not worth risking it. You just wouldn't want to even try. You just make the penalty so bad that nobody would even try to make one of those fake videos to try to distort the news or in some way. That's well, they're, they're working on it in Congress, and Amy Klobuchar uh, did the uh, sponsored the Protect Elections from Deception Act. Yes. They don't think they can get that passed by November, but a couple other people are saying, wait, why are we doing this? No one, it, it doesn't offer enough penalties for it. Right. You know, you're going to come before, like, Congress? Who cares? People aren't going to be afraid of that. So they're saying, let's do a comprehensive bill covering all of the AI particulars and all the things that could happen to average citizens as well. Right. So good luck with that. That's not going to work. That's good news to me. Why? Why, little girl? Don't change the station. The latest TikTok phenomenon. Jesus, <clears throat> I sound like Joe. Getting <coughs> <laughs> second, second <laughs> smoke. Just is coughing over there. This is corporate Aaron Sherry is a fictitious corporate manager. Uh huh. Um, who, who. And okay, in all honesty, I didn't read the story. Okay, I'll tell you. So, this is a woman that's yes. a comedian, and she's online. I I question the phenomenon part of this uh-huh. um, because I I don't not that I'm a big TikToker, but I I've never heard of her. Uh, so <laughs> she's she's that's I know that's not saying much. She's triggering people apparently because oh. the corporate speak that she does is so familiar that they're like I can't watch her anymore. So a CNN reporter interviewed her as corporate errand. Ah. So it's 901, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. Okay, so I know I've kind of been out for a little bit. Me and Jara just got back from vacation, and I just kind of wanted to say happy Q1. For those of you that are new here or who just been onboarded, my name is Corporate Erin, and I'm the managerial for manager of logistics for management McManagement. And we're here in Q1 now, so we're going to have to kind of re-drill down and kind of re-reset and kind of make sure that we're sticking to our client deliverables and we need to make sure that we're kind of staying on top of things because before you know it, it'll be Q4 again, okay? So keep in mind just a few announcements. We are rounding out Black History Month, okay? So for those of you who don't know, we had to move Black History Month from February to the middle of December. And today we're going to have like a big finale um, rounding out, we're kind of planning for for January 15th for MLK Dalakai. So, and just so you know, if you're black, it's not too late to submit for programming, okay? So you haven't missed that critical window. 
Ugh. And now we just have like seven more days left. But keep in mind, we do have our Black History Month idea portal still open if you kind of wanted to contribute to that, okay? So we can kind of highlight and spotlight some of you, okay, over the next few days. I'll kind of be... Okay, you get the general idea. <laughs> yeah. um, 1.8 million. There's a Waze there. app, you know, Waze. Yeah, yeah. And you can have different types of characters give you the direction. And one of them is corporate guy. Have you heard of this? No. Yeah, and it's, it talks about deliverables and pivoting and <laughs> take a ride. Circling and, back. Yeah, metrics and, yeah. you know, this other stuff like that. <laughs> I hate to say it. My daughter, who's 22, <clears throat> has gotten a job with a startup in Austin. And I talked to her the other day on the phone, Cherry. Mm-hmm. And I think she used the word pivot twice. Ugh. Oh. And she's in deep. Q3. Yeah, she never knew any <laughs> of this sort of stuff. But, you yeah. know, all of a sudden you start using those words. And then you're like, and those are the other words that people use. You know, and I sh she hasn't said a hundred percent yet, but I'm going to catch her on that one. See, how about it? Huh? Is she has she said a path forward? No, she's okay. no, because she's not. She's not not at the very top of the ladder. She's you know just one of the underlings down below at the thing. She's she said, Dad, I'm always the person on the Zoom call that's bottom right hand corner, like in the picture, like in the Zoom thing. Yeah, there's like all the what? pictures, and then she's always I'm always in the bottom right, like. A, there, there I am in the little picture. There's a little thing of her sitting there. Bottom yeah, but right. you just, that's where you see yourself. Everybody else sees you somewhere else. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, she always takes that as an insult. <laughs> okay, so it's actually a little bit before nine, but everybody's already here, so I'm just going to go ahead and get started. Okay, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Corporate Erin. I'm the manager for the manager of logistics for Management McManagement. Work life has certainly changed since the pandemic, and some online performers are making that work for them. Yeah. Corporate Erin, a social media persona created by Lisa Beasley, has been taking the internet by storm, and her videos, Corporate Aaron uses corporate jargon to talk to hypothetical employees. Lisa agreed to be interviewed under the stipulation that she would stay in character the whole time as Corporate Aaron. What's the most challenging thing about your job, Aaron? Okay, so the most challenging thing about my job as being the manager of the managerial logistics for management and management is a lot of people keep their cameras off. And so it's kind of hard for me to oversee people if I can't see them. So that's kind of one of my hardest things is dealing with this new word from home structure. One of the difficult things about taking over social media for Lisa Beasley is I'm kind of triggering her audience a lot. I can't watch any more corporate Aaron videos. How am I going to support her? But I'm going to block her at the same time. What advice would you have for companies dealing with employees who really just don't want to come back into the office? Well, my advice to companies as you really kind of have to look at the data and the productivity, okay? You have to ask yourself, why is it that I need these people in this office structure? Is the work still getting done? Is it because I want to kind of take ownership over their day? Do I want to stop them from running errands at 11 o'clock? Or do I need them to be in a meeting at 11 o'clock? What do you do for fun? What do I do for fun besides circling back and following up and closing the list? <laughs> okay, I can't listen anymore. I know. I mean, I I can't imagine I'm anybody so would listen to this. It's so, oh. Wow, Sherry. <laughs> it's, it's just tedious. I mean, I okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. I was shocked that you pressed play on that second clip. Why is that? You didn't think I, I was keep too. going? Yeah. I Sorry. Know. I thought she would do more on it. Okay. <laughs> Wall Street Journal three days ago says it is over. <clears throat> the employers now have top position over employees, and now they're getting rid of all the perks. Um, they say that hybrid life is pretty much settling in. Corporations have given up on the fight to get everybody to come back five days a week. They're settling on three days, and they said no more of the you know espresso machines, no more of the nap rooms, no more of this and that. They're 
getting rid of all of it. We heard the news today that Microsoft laid off, I think, 1,900 people. Uh, REI is also laying off as well. A lot of them had overhired, and now they're scaling back. So you're seeing big layoffs. What they're doing is they're going back to about 2019 level of employees. And they're also realizing now that they're in a position of power, it's always that balance between the employer and the employee. About a year ago, year and a half ago, employees had the upper hand. They could negotiate for more because they were so needed, especially during the whole lockdown. They were really needed to get in there to keep stuff going. So now employers like, yeah, you know what? We're That's not going to be offered. We're not offering this. We're not offering that. If you want to work, is what we're going to offer you. We're not going to give you all these bennies. You're not going to have the free food. We're not going to provide you the lunch. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get that. You're not going to have days off. You know, as they as they're clawing back a lot of the benefits that they had put in place in order to attract different tech workers. Yeah, it's really hit the tech industry quite a bit. And I think people are realizing how good they had it, how great it was was at one point when they worked for Google or Amazon or whatever it was. And they had all these luxuries at the office, a wine bar, a, you know, they had their clothes dry cleaned, all of that. Well, that's that people are I think companies are realizing that's so much money um, that it's it's wasted. Right. And if you don't need it anymore, don't keep offering it. You could uh, possibly get Viagra in your coffee. A UK cleaning woman faces charges for allegedly spiking employees coffee with Viagra. I mean, what was she going to achieve by that? It's a weird story. She, They caught her putting it in the coffee of a couple of people, and this woman said she went to the doctor. It was two women, actually, that she, she spiked their coffee, um, which, again, makes no sense whatsoever. So this woman goes to the doctor and says, I, I just feel weird. I think I'm being poisoned. Uh-huh. So they set a camera up, and they found her spi- you know, spiking the coffee. She wore gloves so there wouldn't be any... Um, Fingerprints. Like, like uh, oh, I'm going to give all these guys erections when they're walking around the office. I'm like, so for what reason? Besides, it's like, three, what is it, 10 bucks that a was, pill? What is it, Joe? How much is one of those? Oh, Viagra? no, it was a generic oh. form of Viagra. Oh. Oh, good. So, I don't know if that matters. So, generic <laughs> erections. But, yeah, I mean, those are the best kind. Here's another interesting <laughs> story that's in the news. There you go. Thank you, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the generic ones, rather than the specific ones, it's a generic one, right? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're, yeah. Cheaper. Oh, well, certainly on this in this case, yes, much cheaper. Got it. Okay, yeah, this is the reason. Mom, change the station. I'm with you, sweetie. <laughs> Let's say something about the French, Sherry. Yes. We. Oui. Oh. No accents. Okay. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to have an accent. That's okay. Let's see what happens just at the DDs. Oh, see you play. Take a look at that. Take a look at that. Smoking. This. I'll tell the story. Tell this story first. New story. Nine-year-old boy was abandoned by his mother. Oh, my gosh. In an unheated apartment in France. Managed to survive for two years by getting food from neighbors. Um, went unnoticed until he continued to come to school. And he's continued to come to school. And he was a, quote-unquote, good pupil. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the two years 
uh, if he's nine years old now or if this began when he was nine years old. But think about it. If it began two years ago, he was seven years old. The mother moved about three miles away to her boyfriend's apartment. Yeah. She would occasionally visit and occasionally bring food, but he had to get food from neighbors. He slept under like three blankets on the floor because he didn't have any heat in the apartment. And the mother got charged, but her only, the only thing they charged her with was like, they was like child abandonment, but she got six months of house arrest. That's it. The, well, what, what, I guess in France to them, this isn't more of a crime to just leave your kid. Well, I, they didn't offer any explanation as to why that's her sentence, but I, I just think that in any country, if a mother leaves a seven-year-old to fend for themselves, that's almost attempted murder. I mean, they can't take care of themselves at seven years old. Right. They can't. They can't do anything on their own. And it finally took a neighbor who noticed that the kid was hungry and all of that to call in anonymously and say she suspected that something was going on with this kid. Yeah, it's a um, when I was in Scotland um, for a, a play many, many, many years ago, I was at a bar and um, there was this beautiful woman. Long time ago, Sherry, it was even mm-hmm. further back than that. It was like two. It was like three harps back. So this beautiful girl comes up to me and she's talking to me and she has this lovely French accent. And I mean, she is just striking. And she, where are you going now? I said, I'm going to go because I bought her a drink at the bar there. And I said, well, I'm going home. So she follows me for a little bit. And then she says, no, 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 let's go go here, go here. So there's this big line of people trying to get into this bar in Scotland. And I'm standing in line. No, we don't wait here. Don't, no, we don't wait here. Come, come, come here. So I follow her. She goes right up to the bouncer. And she's so beautiful. And she's so alluring and so much, so much charm. And she's so confident the bouncer just unhooks the, 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 you know, little rope there and lets us right in ahead of everybody. So I'm in there having a drink and talking to her in a big, big, loud bar in Scotland. And then she gets up on the bar and starts dancing. And all these guys are like, oh, these Scottish guys, like two teeth in their head. Like, oh, yeah, look at that. They're digging on her. I thought, okay, I'm leaving. So I leave. I'm walking through the cobblestone streets of Edinburgh. I'm heading back to this crappy apartment that I had. And I hear her running after me. Where are you going? Where are you going? Why did you leave? I said, you're having a good time. You don't need me. You got enough guys in there ogling you and stuff. And besides, I'm I'm done. For, I don't drink while I'm going home. So I, she follows me back, and I get back to the apartment. And then I said to her, can I ask you something? Like, what's your story? And she said, um, well, I'm from France. And, you know, when at a certain age before we start college, I was like, uh-oh. We just travel around Europe. Our parents just let us go so we can have adventures and stuff. You ready? Mm-hmm. She was turning 16. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Boy, you had, you had a guardian angel on your shoulder that night. Yes, exactly! Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a little bit. It is a little bit different because um, 
I don't know if you remember the, the, the terrible story of the little girl being kidnapped or whatever happened to her when the, when the parents were on vacation and they left the kids in the hotel room and they went out for on the patio for a drink or whatever to party with their friends and people were horrified at that and they said this is what we do it's not that big a deal right. the kids were asleep we'll go check on them so it's a, a little bit looser of a parental hold I think yeah I'll say mm-hmm mm-hmm